Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. This past week, I have gotten many emails that say, Jordana, look, leukemia cure. And as excited as I get about that, you know, I've been a medical reporter many years, the C word, cure, is uh, often just a headline grabber and not all that it's cracked up to me to be. But because this one mentioned leukemia, and you guys know I've been in this battle since October 2020, um, I had to dig a little deeper. And I have asked my personal doctor, the man at Mayo who has kept me alive for these past two years, my hematologist, oncologist, Dr. Colt Williams from the Mayo Clinic to join us to explain it. So Dr. Williams, thank you so much for this extra time. Of course. Thank you so much for inviting me, Jordana. And guys, I had to promise not to keep bothering the doctor on his own time with more interviews. He said it was okay this time, but uh, we're grateful to have you up here. <laughs> anytime, George. <laughs> anytime. So uh, I'm sure you saw this. This is um, something called CART cell therapy. It's C-A-R-T cell therapy. And two gentlemen in their 70s are now, what the papers are saying, cured of leukemia. So can you just explain their kind of leukemia and the therapy for us? Of course. CAR-T cell therapy is some very exciting new therapy. CAR-T stands for chimeric antigen receptor T cell therapy, which is a full mouthful. But here's the short on it. Um, It's gene therapy at the end of the day. And what we do is we harvest a patient's T cells, the cells from their immune system that help fight infection, and we genetically engineer them using a virus to be able to put in new DNA into those T cells that let them recognize cancer, bind to those cancer cells, and then kill it. And so really what we're using this for is to make, in other words, a living drug or using a patient's own cells to teach them how to fight cancer that they couldn't fight before. Who is this for? I have what's called T-cell A-L-L. Um, is this for everyone with leukemia? Is it for me? It is. I wish it was for you, Jordana. I really do. But unfortunately, <laughs> not quite yet. You know, CAR-T therapy is still in its infancy. You know, this paper that was just published in Nature tells the story of these two gentlemen who were quite literally the very first two people in the world to receive this therapy back in 2010. And it was only FDA approved up in 2017. Mm-hmm. And right now there's only five different formulations of CAR-T available. And the list of approved conditions is very small. Um, not many more than the number of products there are. In particular, it does work for certain types of leukemia, but unfortunately, as you can guess from the name, since it is a T-cell product, there can be a difficult time for patients like yourself who have a T-cell cancer for trying to mm-hmm. teach 
when being a cancer how to fight itself doesn't work out too well. So who is CAR T cell therapy for? I'm reading it's for something called CLL, chronic lymphocytic leukemia. Lymphoma and leukemia make up the two spectra of blood cancers, and between the two of them there are over 70 different subtypes. Leukemia alone has something in the teens, you know, the teens of subtypes. Mm-hmm. And CLL, or chronic lymphocytic leukemia, is one of many. And as different researchers and scientists work to develop new ways for us to be able to teach T cells how to recognize certain cancers, we try to make them into these CAR T products. The problem, though, is that's an extraordinarily painstaking process and also has to be made for each individual. So this isn't something that you could simply pick up off the shelf like another medicine. Once a patient has their T cells harvested or recovered, they have to be sent to a lab and engineered for three weeks and then sent back to the patient. Hmm. So while it's available for certain types of leukemia, you know, you have T cell ALL. It does have an indication for B cell ALL and a few other types. So for a few specific handfuls of individuals, especially those who've already run the gamut of standard treatment options. CAR-T therapy is up and coming as one of our, our last lines of defense of being able to help these patients. The study says these two gentlemen are cured. Does that word make you nervous or do you agree? I am very optimistic and reading this paper is, is very, sheds a lot of hope in this situation. We don't use the cure word often, as you said, <laughs> and it's hard to argue with results of someone who have been alive for 10 years with a very challenging disease to control. And it's also hard to argue with not only are they alive, but completely free of any markers of the disease. And while CAR-T still has a long way to go and a track record that has yet to prove, it does shed a lot of hope for patients that otherwise have had to deal with very grueling therapies for long periods of time and with remission rates that have honestly been quite high and quite abysmal. Hmm. So while it's hard to generalize this for everybody, it certainly is extraordinarily exciting for us in the hematology world. And how was the therapy administered? Is it an infusion? Is it a pill? And it also, is it ongoing for 10 years, or is it kind of a one-shot and you, fingers crossed? It is an infusion, and it's just once. So as I mentioned, the patients are hooked up to a machine similar to that of a dialysis machine that draws their blood and is able to filter off these T cells from their blood. Those cells are then shipped off to the CAR-T research laboratories and are modified with this virus to give them the new DNA that lets them recognize cancer cells. That process takes about three weeks. The cells are shipped back on dry ice back to the patient or the patient's hospital. And the patient then has to undergo some preparatory chemotherapy to lower their immune system to allow the new engineered T cells to take hold. The T cells are typically infused just in a normal IV bag over the course of three days. And after that point, that's it, done with therapy. And the rest the body does on its own. The T cells incorporate back into the body, they expand, they multiply, and they become part of the patient. And that's what we're seeing here with these two, these two gentlemen in their 70s is that they had the infusion, and 10 years later, these cells are still replicating, still working, still keeping their cancers at bay. I'd be happy to. It's a tricky situation, Jordana. You are a special person and a special patient in more ways than one. And in contrast to CAR-T therapy, where it's this once-and-done infusion, as I'm sure your listeners know at this point, 
the typical treatment for acute leukemia is intensive chemotherapy for months to get a patient into remission. But unfortunately, even though that seems like that's enough to endure, we have to throw more chemotherapy at them to maintain the remission. Because if we don't, there is a good chance that cancer can come back. The problem, though, is that maintenance therapy is still toxic. It's still chemotherapy. And while it's designed to be easier than the induction chemotherapy, it still takes a toll on the body. And not everyone who makes it through the eight grueling months of treatment like you did has the same physiologic reserve at the end of that to handle two-plus more years of maintenance chemotherapy. So what we're trying to do is still provide you, Jordana, with some amount of coverage, some amount of protection to make sure that we can maintain an environment in your body that is hostile to cancer and to prevent it from coming back. Typically, we use the four drugs, like you mentioned, to have that happen. And we know that using this combination of four drugs currently is the best you know, ammunition that we have against the leukemia from returning. It has its costs. And in your case, what we saw those costs were were low blood counts, low platelets, mm -hmm. low white blood cells, to the point where we had to stop therapy for multiple months. Now, at this juncture, we have two options. Either we do nothing, because clearly if we continue forward with giving you the four-drug combination, it's, it's too much to handle. There's no safe way and no one in their right mind would continue to push forward you know, with this onslaught of you having problems with infection and low blood counts and eating transfusions. That would, it's absurd to, to continue that when you're undergoing so much harm. So then can we figure out an in-between, something that can still provide you a modicum of protection, or do we simply forego treatment entirely? And you and I have both discussed about this, that foregoing treatment entirely is concerning, and it mm -hmm. is anxiety-provoking for the both of us, because this is a probability game. There's no way to know for sure whether or not the cancer will ever come back. But when we look at larger studies of the natural history of TALL and how patients do in general, I don't think anyone would be willing to risk the 30 or 40 percent chance of it coming back, if not higher, if we did nothing. That's where the maintenance therapy comes in, to try to reduce that risk. So what we opted to do was to do the two weaker of the four drugs and the two weaker of the drugs that also don't suppress the blood count anywhere near as much as the two stronger drugs. The regimen itself, using vincristine and prednisone, is an old one. You know, it was first described in 1965 as a way to control leukemia before we had any other therapies, and it works. Mm -hmm. So that's to say that we're not giving you ineffective therapy. It still absolutely works, just maybe not as good as the four-drug therapy would be. But at the end of the day, you can only tolerate what you can tolerate, and we have to be able to move forward with something rather than nothing. That was a great explanation, so thank you. I appreciate you saying all of this, and I'm glad it's all being recorded so I can, you know, share it with my mom when she asks me again. <laughs> um, but, but, Doc, somebody also asked, why do they give you steroids? I get a high dose of steroids that I don't like, but wh why? what do the steroids do? So, believe it or not, steroids are acting like a chemotherapy agent in this case. Ah. So our white blood cells are particularly sensitive to steroids, in so much that giving steroids suppresses the function of our white blood cells. And since both T cells and B cells are types of white blood cells, giving these super high doses of steroids essentially completely stunts the growth and maturation of our white blood cells. And any of these potentially pre-leukemia or early leukemia cells are stopped in their tracks. 
and allows the other chemotherapy agents to also step in and then do their job while the leukemia has been thrown off its feet. What did I not ask you about how we started with the CAR T cell treatment or anything else we need to know? No, I think what your listeners should know is that this is promising. You know, we are seeing new developments in the field when there have been some stagnation in the last, you know, decade or so, and we're seeing a wealth of new therapies come out. CAR-T is a complicated, costly, and sometimes dangerous therapy, but it also can provide hope for patients that have few options left for a chance at regaining control over their lives. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.